0: Good morning. Happy Easter. Christ is risen. so For those who don't know me, as Brandon said, my name is Kim Swanson. My husband, Chris, and I have two daughters, Emma, who is eight and a half, and Clara, who is six and a half. And for those of you with children, the half is very important, you know. I have the privilege this morning of sharing with you the story of how Jesus has changed and continues to change my life through the power of his gospel. I grew up in a non-religious, somewhat agnostic home where I knew little of church or the Christian faith. Throughout junior high and high school, my life revolved around academics, dance, and relationships, especially with boys. I am by nature a performer, a perfectionist, a people pleaser, and an overachiever. I was valedictorian on my way to becoming a professional ballerina and always had a boyfriend in my life. But the last two years of high school, my world started falling apart. After a dozen years of training for a career as a professional dancer, my dream died because of a problem with my feet. Shortly after that, my relationship with my boyfriend of two years ended, and he began to verbally and physically abuse me. By the time I graduated high school, I was broken, depressed, and suicidal. When I arrived at college, my roommate was a Christian and it was through our friendship that I first came to understand the story of Jesus. Initially, I hid my brokenness from others well, so much so that my roommate once told me, I wish I could be more like you. You seem to have it all together, and you're so self-confident. The irony was that I was desperately trying to hold it together, yet I saw in my roommate a life that was filled with an abiding peace and joy despite her difficult circumstances. I began going to church with her and attending events with the Christian community on campus. I was attracted to the genuine love they had for each other and the relationship they had with God. After a couple of weeks, some of the women explained the gospel message to me, how a loving God who created me also died for me and offers me a restored relationship with himself, not because I deserve it, but because of his grace. I had never heard this before but somehow it rang true and there was a sense that this Jesus was the only one who could fill the brokenness and longing in my life. That day I decided to place my trust in him and enter into relationship with God. Almost right away certain things began to change. The depression and despair I had felt began to be replaced with a deep abiding joy. I experienced healing and the ability to forgive the one who had abused me. And I started to have a sense of meaning and purpose that other things had never been able to give me. But other changes in my life were and are longer in coming. I dove headfirst into my new faith and joined every Bible study and ministry program I could find. I read the Bible cover to cover, got involved in church, and went on mission trips. These were all good things that I was pursuing. The problem was I had the wrong perspective. Old habits die hard and I brought my tendency toward perfectionism and people pleasing into my new faith. Deep down, I believed if I had the right beliefs and could do all the right Christian things, that God and others would love and accept me. But this is not the gospel. A few years later, I attended a church where in every sermon, the pastor would say say the equivalent of this phrase, you are far worse than you ever imagined, and far more loved than you ever dared dream." I'm sure I'd heard this before in campus Bible studies and even here at Westgate Church, but suddenly it began to sink in. The gospel is about God's grace, his undeserved, unmerited favor, based not on what I've done or will do, but on the work of Christ alone. Memorizing the Bible, going to church, or living a good moral life doesn't make me any more pleasing to God. Only Jesus' perfect moral record, death and resurrection, can do that. I've also come to understand the Christian life is not about behavior modification. It's more like a heart transplant. Those of us who are parents recognize that behavior modification ultimately doesn't work. Just trying to control our kids' behavior doesn't actually transform the motivations of their hearts. I can't change by my own power or effort but God by his grace can replace my selfish desires and the idols of my heart with a longing for himself. As I learn more about God and his holiness and righteousness, I understand more fully the depths of my own sin by contrast. And at the same time, I recognize the abundance of his grace and kindness toward me when I fail. Like a diamond against a dark cloth, the beauty of Christ and his grace shine brilliantly against the backdrop of my sin and brokenness. I also believe there are global cosmic implications for this. The sin and brokenness in the world are immense. Friends and relatives who are sick and dying, wars and poverty, opiate addiction, natural disasters, sex trafficking, racism, injustice, just to name a few. And yet God's love and grace abounds for his whole creation, and he is committed to its renewal and redemption as well. 28 years ago, or 28 years after I first made a decision to follow Christ, I can still struggle with being a perfectionist and a people pleaser. I get anxious and frustrated and impatient when things don't go according to my plan, when my kids aren't behaving the way I want them to, when my house is a mess, when I'm running late and I can't find my keys, when my body gets easily tired or sick, when people disappoint me. I can waste too much time worrying about what others think of me and how I come across to them, and I can feel overwhelmed with the weight of the suffering and injustice in the world around me. But I am finding God's grace is sufficient for these things. The word gospel means good news. It is the good news of God's grace and kindness toward us in Jesus that brings true transformation to my own life and hope for the world around me. The gospel is good news to me because God, through Jesus, has defeated the power of sin and death. It is good news to me because God has given me a new heart so that I might seek life in him instead of in the things that I can accomplish or in what other people think of me. It is good news to me because one day he has promised a new heavens and a new earth where everything will be made new. He will wipe every tear from our eyes And there will be no more death or mourning or crying or pain. And all of this is made possible because of Easter.